Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Hey, Kristen. How are you? I'm good. I gotta. How is your summer going? I can't believe it's like three fourths done. I know some teachers that went back already, and I'm glad I'm not you guys. <laughs> but you know, yeah, you but they had like me. a whole extra month yeah. off, and you didn't get summer until like literally July. <laughs> I know it was so crazy, but I've been loving it, and it's just been like so great. And yeah, how about you? Um, I'm amazing. I had an amazing beach day yesterday, and I am pumped to talk about it in our currently episode. Ta-da! The first one we're really launching. We've done it before on After Chatter, which was so fun. But now all our listeners get to, like, join in, have fun, download it from you. I know. We talk about it with our guests. It's, like, my favorite... I love how it was supposed to be a lightning round, and now we need to give it, like, this 10-minute buffer in each yeah, episode. at least. Yeah. And it's awesome because, like, we get to really dive into it sometimes with our guests, and we find out about new artists, new books, new awesome things. And this week, we're going to spend time going back and forth with each other which yeah, is like fun. I think the best thing about the show yeah I currently when we do currently round with our guests it's my favorite thing to show note I think I'm just like a super fan of like random facts yes and random just like tidbits we're, we're very we're very short and snippety here on crafty s female we love consumable things and I think your currently card is puts like information in little consumable bits so yay yes I think that's exactly right so I designed currently back in 2012 when I wanted to put a little card in my project life you know the big 12 by 12 double page spread that you're supposed to do every week <laughs> quote unquote supposed to do sure and I needed to have something to journaling prompts because I suck at blank page journaling. And so I made this list of watching, reading, listening, making, feeling, planning, and loving. And we're going to get to all of those today. And I'm really excited to just like talk to you about them because I love yeah. talking to you. Same. Um, to you, not to me. Well, I love talking to me. So if you love talking <laughs> to you, that would be fine too. Um and if you guys want to download the card, you can download a printable at theawesomeladiesproject.com right on the front page. If you want to download a digital, you can download the digital files at theawesomeladiesproject.com shop. It's theawesomeladiesproject.com slash shop. Clever, I know. Um, and if you want to use it on Instagram, you can go to the Awesome Ladies Project Instagram. And in the highlights, there are a couple of different screenshotable Instagram stories versions. And uh, so there's a square one you can use in your feed, too. So those are all the free things. And there's some stuff in the shop, too. Stamps, uh, post-it notes, 
different journaling cards and currently is one of the things that I want to start making more physical products of in the future. can't so, believe it's five years old. Um, 2012, you said. Does that make five? No, seven? Seven. <laughs> oh, God. You're literally taking math I class. teach children. <laughs> oh, yeah, your math class that's like, let's get into interpersonal yeah. relationships. <laughs> I'm Isabella sorry. needs to learn how to add, but let's do all this higher math reasoning stuff is what that class was about. Yes. Seven years old. Wow. Seven, Around the same yeah. time as, like, Thursday 3. Yep. They are, like, the perfect companion project. Yeah. If you can do Thursday 3 and you can do currently list, you can scrapbook. That's that's all the scrapbooking you need to do. For sure. Um, Good point. It, it is. It's all that. It's literally all the scrapbooking you need to do. Print out your Thursday 3s, put it in a book, add currently list, and you're scrapbooking pretty much your entire life. And you do currently like every Monday or you used to in morning pages, and then that's yep. perfect. Like every Monday have a currently list, every Thursday have a Thursday 3. It's the perfectly spaced out too little snapchats of your life welcome to being a crafty ass female right and you could do it in like literally five minutes right and then you know spend five extra minutes at the end of the month printing out the pictures sure it's pretty good system genius not gonna lie i (laughs) i'm still doing it like seven years later and i don't like continue to do things that aren't worth doing right i'm not one of those people that can stick with something that is not serving them. Right. I'm like, in fact, really bad at sticking with things <laughs> that yeah. aren't serving me. So the fact well, that I'm still doing these things. Yeah, true. Seven years later. I know, right? Well, because so, you're such a problem solver, the second it doesn't serve you, you're like, how can I problem solve this? That's why. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. As, as soon as it's not solving a continuous problem, I'm like, mm, not worth it. Bye. Right to the gutter yep <sighs> ready to the sewer with you <laughs> out with the waste <laughs> i am so ready to do this so i filled mine out on the toilet this morning is that tmi absolutely that's not that's where we get so much of our social <laughs> yeah. media work done and this I just is took absolutely my cute little currently post it into the bathroom with me and i'm all ready for this episode okay i haven't done any work and i know that i'm gonna spend way too much time on the washing because <laughs> i've literally already started my list of best 2019 shows that i need to start re-watching mm. so that i can find the best episodes of 2019 because guys it's the middle of August, which means the year is almost over. And <laughs> you got to catch up, I know, because then there'll be new ones in 2020. Right. If I'm going to write my best of 2019 list, I need to start rewatching and watching now. It's really important. All right. So what are you currently watching slash rewatching? Okay. I just finished Jane the Virgin, and I think it might be my all-time favorite show. Of all time? Of all time. How many seasons is there? Five. Okay. I think it literally surpassed Parks and Recreation for my all-time favorite show. And I know it's, and television is something I take very seriously. I know. And I don't say this lightly. Parks and Recreation for me is a almost perfect show. The problem with Parks and Recreation is the first season is kind of horrible. 
I've heard this. It's very unwatchable. So, like, it's good to watch Parks and Recreation with the second season first. If you're going to, like, first watch Parks and Recreation, skip the first season. Okay. And watch it with the second season and go from there. And then if you're going to rewatch it, then start with the first season as, like, a gag prologue. But Jane the Virgin, the pilot for Jane the Virgin, the first episode of Jane the Virgin, is one of the best episodes of television. Wow. Gina Rodriguez is, she's so beautiful inside and out as as Jane. And the multi-generational, like, Jane the Virgin is about women, first and foremost. And then the male characters on Jane the Virgin are so good because of the women. Nice. That's an interesting thing to hear on a TV show. It's it's so beautiful and it will make you cry constantly. Wow. Both happy tears and sad tears. That's how I feel about This Is Us, and that was one of the best pilots of a show I've ever seen in my life. I, like, it is an American telenovela, so, like, crazy things happen. And if you can embrace that, then it's so beautiful. The other show that I just finished watching was, is, in... It's a Spanish television show on Netflix called La Casa de Papel. Okay. Which in American on Netflix, they call it Money Heist, which is the stupidest name for a television show ever. <laughs> um, and it's a, it's a heist show where they break into the Royal Mint of Spain. Okay. It's incredible. Uh, the third season just came out on Netflix the day before Awesome Ladies Live. And so I was incredibly restrainedful. <laughs> yeah. Restrainful? That's not a word. You had much restraint. I, yes, I had restraint. <laughs> um, and then, like, literally as soon as Megan left and Jeff came home, we watched... Four episodes one night and four episodes the next night for uh, all eight episodes of the third season. Hmm. I think everyone should watch the show. If you can watch a show with subtitles, I don't want to say anything about the show because it's that good. All of the characters are amazing. They have code names, which are cities. And so they all go around in their amazing Spain, Spanish accents, which have that lisp in them. Which is just so wonderful to hear. And I love heists. Yeah. Just like, like Baby Driver. And right, and all of the <laughs> Oceans movies. Um The music is amazing. And just the way that they do the whole show is amazing. And so the third season came out and like literally it's the most watched foreign language show on Netflix. Interesting. And it's funny how you said if you can watch subtitles, because I've known a lot of people that just can't like focus on both at the same time. So 
Right. Like, I think that they also dub it in English, but I don't like. Oh yeah, that's even more distracting. Right. I, yeah, I don't know anyone that can handle that. Right. Like, I don't. So I don't even consider that an option. But like, if you can, if you can handle a show with subtitles, um, I mean, or or if you speak Spanish. Right. All right. So Jane the Virgin and Money Heist. Mm-hmm. Cool. What are you watching, Amanda? Well, some are off, like, warrants a lot of, like, oh, what's on, what's on? But a lot of The Office just marathon. It's, like, on Comedy Central, and they either play that or South Park or Parks and Rec. But anytime The Office is on, I'm just, like, watching that out the wazoo. Like, to me, it's good every time. And to me, The the Office resonates a lot more than Parks and Rec, but I think... I just need to get into, like, Parks and Rec reminds me too much of the off, like, I'm too used to the office. And every time I watch it, I go, you're trying to be kind of like the office right now. So it's a little distracting for me. But I think once I get past that, I should like that show. They're very similar. Yeah. But I'm just, like, obsessed with the office. Like, it's never not funny to me. The teens are obsessed with the office right now. Who is? Teenagers. Oh, teenagers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they I feel are... like I'm stunted, so maybe I'm like teenage brain. Yeah, no, the teens are having a thing with The Office. I don't exactly <laughs> know what it is. I don't understand it. But they're doing all sorts it. of memes with The Office right now. Yeah, I'm sure. That I heard they're taking The Office off Netflix. I don't know if that was a rumor or not, but I feel like that kind of has something to do with it. Like, no one's watching anything else. Like, they're just that. repeating the office. But anyway, so the office, lots of The Office on Comedy Central. And then we started The Sopranos because i never seen it. And someone told me that, that that was the best TV show they've ever seen. Like, and I'm like, better than Breaking Bad? Like, for drama. Yes. And so we started it. And I'm intrigued like so like I've just been wrapped up in it but the problem is we can only watch it in my apartment so when we're at his place it's like on hold otherwise we just be keeping watching it but they're long episodes man I feel like they don't do that anymore now like they make series with like episodes tops 45 minutes long and the Sopranos episodes are like an hour and a half an hour and 15 minutes like almost so they're long episodes, but we're only on season one. No, Are we they? Just got they should be like two. 52 minutes. They're long. Like, well, maybe it's like, because A, the intro they should be this. They should be the same length. They should be about four minutes longer than Breaking Bad episodes. Breaking <sighs> Bad episodes true. should be 42 minutes. Maybe. And then know, the, and like the HBO Netflix, episodes. I look, it's like an hour and 15. But like, maybe it's the long intro and the long, like, credits. Sure. Yeah. And then they might have, um... Like, after-episode content. Did you watch it? The Sopranos? Yeah, yeah, I've seen The Sopranos, like, three or four times. Oh. You, well, like, I, that's literally where I grew up. Like, uh, Pizza Land. Yeah, nice. Um, Pizza Land is two blocks from my parents' house. Yeah. Tony reminds me a lot of my dad, minus the whole mafia thing and, like, the cheating thing. But, like, he's... Like, I appreciate as an Italian-American, I appreciate the nuances. The nuances and, like, the little lingo and, like... Yeah. So yeah, the that. the the drapes and the <laughs> Carmela's a great character. I love Edie Falco. Yeah. What are you up to? We ju- I just finished the episode where uh, Uncle June smashes the pie in her face. <laughs> so misogynistic. Yeah. I can't even take it. Like this level of misogyny in that show that I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> but you know, it's also good. Yeah, that show is 
I couldn't watch it until I left New Jersey because it's literally too much like home. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the Satrials pork store is on... (laughs) You literally walk around the street from my parents' house. That's the the main thoroughfare. And Satrials is down the street. Yeah. It's... It is home. Yeah. And... we're enjoying it. It's funny, like... The Sopranos is the is the first show of that type of television. Right. Of great TV. Right. And so, like, Breaking Bad, was it the second generation of dramatic like, television? Right. Like, good writing, good series, good acting. And, like, yeah. lots of money. Yeah. Um, but The Sopranos is... The first. I love freaking uh, the psychiatrist. I love her character mm-hmm. so far, Lorraine Bracco. My boyfriend's uncle dated her for a little while when she was on The Sopranos. <laughs> we found out. That's hilarious. He was a limo driver, so he drove yep. her around. That's exactly right. <laughs> that is 100% You know, Rent, this is on. <laughs> this is the episode about random facts, so there's one. But yeah, so we're having fun with The Sopranos, so that's what we're currently watching. What are you currently reading? I'm currently reading... Oh my god, I can't even tell you. I got... Uh, Lisa's book came. Ah! Uh, how is it? Lisa's book came on Tuesday, so I have that. It's in my bag. I'm reading... What is it called? I'm literally gonna grab it. Grab it. Oh my god, it's called Trick Mirror by Gia Tolentino. Trick it's Mirror? Trick Mirror. Um, She's a writer for the... New Yorker. Okay. Uh, or New York Magazine. I can't remember which one. Uh, she's amazing. I'm writing, I, I'm reading I Like to Watch by Emily Nussbaum. Oh, it's The New Yorker. Because she's also, because Emily's also a writer for The New Yorker. Um, which is about television. Nice. And like, prestige television and what it means to be someone who loves television um yeah i just have a lot of books on rotation right now which is like weird for me yeah because i don't like you know i'm normally flipping through books i have on my shelf but i ordered like a lot of books recently and i'm like super pumped to be reading all of them I have a lot in my Amazon wish list that I feel like I want to get to. But what I'm currently reading is Because of Winn-Dixie, because that's the first book we read the kids when we get back. Nice. Yeah, and I remember reading it a long time ago, and I know it was about a dog, but I don't remember how it ends. And, like, it's just – I completely forgot it, actually. (laughs) So it's just been a a complete refresher. I'm, like, up to Chapter 19. It's so cute. And I can't wait to, like, I don't know, teach it. That's exciting. Yeah, it's a book. Lisa's book is really cool. I'm excited to really dive into it because I'm going to use it for my Book of Me class. Nice. Um, Along with Austin's books and a couple of other, like, media things Mm -hmm. as, like, not required reading because i don't want to be required anything but just 
this is what I'm pulling it's from. And if you want to see what I'm pulling from, because you want, like, because you're interested in what I'm using to teach this class, right. here's what I'm using. Kind of like, uh, footnotes. Right. Um, but her book's really cool. It's awesome. She interviews a bunch of people and talks to them about, like, you know, what do you think about this thing that I'm talking about in this chapter? And includes, like, a one to two page interview. Nice. So it's, yeah. And it's pretty. And it feels nice. And I like when books feel nice. That's why I don't... Okay, you know, confession. <laughs> Where's our confession music? Do, 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 do. Um... <laughs> One day. One day we'll, like, you know, have a big editor. These people who keep emailing us and are like, for $1,000 a month, you can pay us to do this. And we'll just have, you know, interstitial music when I say confession. Do, 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 do. Confession. I read books in, like, weird ways. I rarely ever start at the front of the book, read, you know, page one. No, that's not true. I always start at the front of the book, read page one, read to page 10, and then I go to, like, page 50, and then I go to page, like, 90, and then I go to page, like, 140, yeah. and then I go to page 30, and then I go to page 85. <laughs> I, and, like, you know, confession, I feel weird doing that. And, you know, I, it's not, I, I don't read novels all that often. I need to read The Goldfinch, I know. Baby Driver is going to be, I don't know. I know the Goldfinch is a painting, and it's at the Met, and he's a boy, and his mom dies because the Met blows up. These are ah. the things that I know. <laughs> I have the book. I have to read it. But I don't really read novels all that often. Mm. I get too into them, and my head hurts. And then I'm like, this is why I don't read novels, because I spend four hours on the couch reading 600 page novels and I'm like where did my day go yeah so I read but I read a lot of nonfiction, and this is how it goes you know you read the first 10 pages oh cool this is all the things that happen in the book now I want to read page 50 and then 85 and then 140 and then 30 and then and so I feel weird about that yeah I don't I don't, I don't know. It makes me feel like... Do you enjoy it? Oh, or yeah. You... So? But then I also feel like, did I ever actually read the book? Hmm. But does it matter? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. As long as you got something from it and what you did read. Right, and then, like, I can always go back to it and I know where the thing is in the book that I read. Right. But, like, I feel like I'm... Especially in nonfiction, it doesn't matter. Have you ever heard of the term completionist? No, but I can kind of guess what it means. Right. You Okay. So I feel like I'm... I feel like there's this part of me that wants to be, like, completionist. Mm -hmm. And read the whole book from front to back. Mm -hmm. Because then I would have read the book. Yeah. And, like, I can check it off on my... Right. You know, if I put it on the shelf. But, like, who does that serve? What does that serve? Am I, like... Do I have, like, a bookshelf trophy? Like, is this, like, the... You know? That's a good point. And when it comes to books, 
even when you've completed them and read everything in order from front to back, is it ever really complete? Because when you revisit a really good book, you'll get something out. Like, I feel like it's, I don't know, you can't oh complete God. a book. You know what else I'm reading? It's called Six Seasons. Okay. It is this vegetable cookbook. Mm. Oh, my God. It is incredible. Yeah. Everyone should get it. Six Seasons. Six Seasons. The premise is that there are six vegetable seasons. Winter, spring, early summer, midsummer, late summer, and fall. Okay. Never winter. Yeah, winter. Winter, too. Oh, it was the first one. Winter was the first one. And then he has recipes for all of the different produce that's best in those seasons. Oh my God, Amanda, every single recipe in this cookbook has been a fucking winner. Nice. And that that's such a crucial piece of information that you need to make a good vegetable recipe, I think. Nice. There have been multiple vegetables that... I just did, did literally did not like. Yeah. Until these recipes. Nice. Like literal game changer. Right. Roasted usually, radishes. What is it? Roasted. Roasted radishes. I have never had a cooked radish before. Yeah. Game changer. I, I don't even know what to tell you. Nice. But I, that's a nice, like gap filled like a need filled because I feel like beforehand you had to do that legwork yourself or brain work yourself like I want to make this squash recipe but it's the middle of summer and maybe I should wait till fall like you had to figure out what was ripe and he tells you about all the vegetables like you just said squash he's like everybody's doing it wrong smaller squash are better Mm. you don't want big squash so everyone who's getting like huge zucchinis out of their garden you're not doing it right. Nice. That does sound like an interesting book. Um, so summer squash, I've never liked. But he has this recipe for a raw summer squash salad mm. with, and so you shave the summer squash really thin and you make this Asian style dressing with scallions and uh, rice wine vinegar and a little bit of sesame oil And it is so, 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 so delicious. Yum. I never in my life thought I would like raw summer squash. But. uh, (laughs) And roasted radishes. Roasted radishes. Wow. This is a good pitch for this book because it really opened your mind. And like, this is another thing that I was thinking is like, you know, how often do we read a cookbook from front cover to back cover? Right. That's like, that's literally another one. I'll read the cookbook from, you know, page one to page 10. Right. So see like what, you know, what is this cookbook about? Right. You know, what's your table of contents? What are you trying to teach me with your cookbook? Right. And then I'm going to go to the different recipes that I need. And then I'm going to refer back to the ones that I love. And this is all making me, like, skimming is a processing strategy, too. Like, I don't think we can discount, right? I don't think we can negate 
the power of skimming. Like, I, I feel like that relates to the same thing of like, I want to run a marathon. But if you jog 15 minutes every day, that still makes you a runner. Like, it's better than not doing anything because you're not running a marathon. I'm right, not if you only have book, 15 minutes to right. run, you can't run 26 miles. Right. And this, I feel that's way with skimming. When you have a big book and there's knowledge to be gained, don't negate skimming as a way to process information. It is still a way. Absolutely. Yeah. What are you currently listening to? So much. <laughs> I know. That, that's like the easiest one. That could be like. Okay. I'm literally going to give you a link to my Spotify. Do it. The one thing that I have been listening to is that I've been making Okay, so Apple Watch. Literally, Apple Watch has changed yes. my life. I've been making dance workout playlists nice. according to how intense I want my workouts. Nice. I've been finding songs that average the beats per minute that I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how did you find that out? There's a lot of Spotify playlists that have that already for people who run. Got it. Um, so I've been going in and finding songs that match those tempos and some of them are dance remixes that I don't really want but a lot of them are just literally the straight songs Mm. and it is awesome and like it like legitimately works because I have the watch and then I can go to my activity on my phone and see oh yeah no I'm literally hitting you know 135, 145, 135, and exactly at the peaks and valleys, I guess. No, it's not really valleys because I'm not dipping down. Um, I'm hitting what I want to hit mm-hmm. for the length of time that I want to hit it. Right. So I've made a couple of different, you know, 30-minute workout playlists with some of my favorite songs. Nice. Um, so I can close my exercise ring on my watch because... <laughs> I that was so important to you with this Apple Watch. <laughs> I am a straight watch person now because that's uh, that's who I am. Love it. It makes me really happy in oh. an insane way. Otherwise, I'm oh yeah, I'm gonna just plug Jamie Cullum because he's amazing and I love him and he's my favorite artist of all time. And he came out with a new album and he came out with a new song. Well, I mean, obviously, come out with a new album. <laughs> you came out with songs. But there's this one song, it's called Age of Anxiety, and I keep listening to it, and I can see how it's going to go in his live performances, and, like, Jeff and I are not going on vacation at all this year, so that we can go on a nice vacation to see him next year, wherever he goes in America, and I'm already getting incredibly excited. I've seen him in a lot of different places, in like really interesting places too. We saw him at the International Tennis Hall of Fame. It was just like <laughs> literally on a tennis court. They set up the stage and stuff. Um, that was nice and intimate though. That one was. Well, the most intimate one was the Blue Note Jazz Club in New York oh, City. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I got the seat literally right behind the piano. Um, 
literally best. Like, that was best. 100% best. That was the nice. last time we saw him. Nice. Um, we drove home for a wedding, and I was like, okay, well, we're driving home for a wedding. Let's also go see this show and then drive straight home <laughs> at, you know, 11 o'clock at night. That's the, you know, that's what crazy people do. Other than that, just Spotify. Nice. Because, you know, we could list songs for thousands of years. Yeah. What are you listening to? Um, A lot of everything. Like, we were, we took a Greyhound back from vacation because we had to get home from AC somehow. He let me listen to his favorite uh, Billy Joel song. So that was sweet. Which one? It's called... I don't even know what it's called. It's the one about, like, retiring from to Florida from Broadway. Like, something about Broadway closing Miami. down. Miami. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one about retiring to Florida. <laughs> That's a really, really, really funny way of putting that song. Oh, my God, Amanda. I love you. You're, like, my favorite person. Oh, my God. He kind of pitches me. He goes, babe, this is my favorite um it came up because we were taking the Greyhound. So he goes, oh, there's a line about the Greyhound in it. And I listened to the whole song and go, I didn't hear the line about the Greyhound. And he's like, oh, it might be a different version. Like, we listened to the live version. Anyway. But it was sweet because it wasn't one I knew. So, like that. We're just being so cute lately. He's letting me listen to things one ear pod. You know, he has an ear pod. I have an ear pod. So that. <laughs> That's one of my 9-11 songs. What do you mean 9-11 songs? Um, Billy Joel played it at the 9-11 benefit concert. Mm. So. Yeah, it was a good one. So that, and then on my own, Todrick's Nails, Hair, Hips, Heels. And I <laughs> I freaking love that song. And I now follow the hashtag NHHH challenge. Like, <laughs> there's people just dancing and making up choreographed stuff to that song because it's awesome so that and then Lizzo's Truth Hurts you know I love it I did listen to Jerome very good Jerome gets stuck in my head all the time yeah it's a good song she's I saw her BET performance when she plays the shit out of the flute you were right <laughs> it's it's she's, pretty it's pretty stellar she's amazing and I love her and that you song should follow is so uh, her flute on Instagram Sasha B. Fluten <laughs> I think I follow her uh, other one, but I'll follow that one. Yes, Lizzo, just straight Lizzo. Yeah. Yes, or it's like Lizzo. Lizzo eats or something. Yes. Like <laughs> She's cute. Um, yes, it's Lizzo, and then like her literal flute has its own Instagram. Nice. All right, I got to get on that. Yes, so, it's yeah. adorable. Just like fun, like Cardi B's Wish Wish is like another song that I'm obsessed with. <laughs> a lot of Nicki Minaj, like a lot of just like. Oh, hold up. What? Straight out of, oh my God. <laughs> Have you heard the Jason Derulo Mamacita song? No, but I heard another one you you told me about. Oh, the new Jason Derulo song is amazing. It's uh, just, just called Mamacita. It's sli- slightly problematic, but um, <laughs> it's, it's I mean, literally slightly problematic. It's not yeah. at all like hard problematic. It's like literally <laughs> I will learn a little bit of Spanish for you. Like why can't you just learn a lot of Spanish? Like just go all the way. Jason Derulo, just do it. So Jason Derulo's real name, real last name, is spelled D-E-S-R. Oh, my God. I can't do it. 
It's desrule with okay. all of the French spelling. Okay. So like it's got like 16 letters in it. So this is why Jason Derulo has to say his name at the beginning of every song. But they don't spell it that way in his like stage name. No, it's D-E-R-U-L-O. Right. I was literally blown away. Because like every time Jason Derulo has a song, he literally says Jason Derulo <laughs> at the beginning of the song. And I'm like, you know, that's a little, I mean, it's a little bit weird to do that. But yeah. I was on his Wikipedia site. Um, cause like, I don't know. I think I, I feel like I've talked about this before. Jeff and I do rock band and we do vocals yeah. and it's like weirdly competitive, <laughs> <laughs> but like we got like second place on this Jason Derulo song and it was a really good thing. So I was on his Wikipedia site. Um, <laughs> Naturally. I know, right? <laughs> and his full name is D-E-S-O. R-E-A-L-O-U-X. That's interesting. So it's like a Creole descent kind of thing. Right. And so, like, I guess if that was my whole name and people were trying to say, you know, Jason Dexrulok, <laughs> I, I would say my name at the beginning of every song, too. Jason right. Derulo. Right. <laughs> um, I've been listening to so much Jason Derulo lately um, because, I mean, how could he not? He also doesn't age, by the way. He's yeah. another Paul Rudd. <laughs> I agree. What are you making? What am I making? Okay, so we just came back from vacation. We went to Miami and then we visited my grandma for two days and then we had that extra AC day. And I was making homemade baked clams with my grandmother. So that's what I put on my list. I love it. Homemade baked clams. Like the woman is like magic and she's 80 freaking six and like you know she physically she's very crippled it was actually very startling to see how crippled she was every time I see her she's more and more crippled and I see her like you know twice a year so she's getting crippled at a rapid rate and she can't lift her arm she has arthritis in her shoulders but the woman whipped up a like bay clamps and then what's so cute is like you know some grandmas you know give their kids their grandkids money when they leave or they give them like jewelry or my grandma gives me a Ziploc bag with clam shells. Now she, she goes to buffets and gets clams and takes home the clam shells and washes them and uses them as little dishes for her baked clams. So that's how it kind of happens. Then she buys the canned clams. She does the whole uh, mixture and she kind of walked me through how to do it. So she gives me a Ziploc bags of her extra clam shells with an index card of like handwritten recipe. Like I'm obsessed. I took a picture with him and I posted to Instagram soon, but like she's just the cutest. So that's what I was making this week. That's what I'm going to be trying to make this fall for like Thanksgiving or something. It's like a batch of homemade clams. Why not? I love it. <laughs> what are you making? I'm making a new website. That's right. How's it going? Oh, well, this week it went go? slow because I, someone broke my old website. Nice. But that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's going really well. I am so excited. Did it launch? No, it will launch on Labor Day weekend. Nice. Good time. September 1st is my, I'm aiming for September 1st. I'm really excited. It is going to be really what I've wanted for so long. Yeah. And 
like a social media replacement, like a place where people can go that's not, you know, the public internet, where it's just, you know, a place, a place for us, where you can upload your projects, where you can talk with your friends, where you can have, you know, private messages, where you can have groups, where you can take classes. And it doesn't have to be on Facebook. You don't have to create a profile where a big corporation is going to be spying on your data all the time. You know, you can upload your projects and you don't have to worry about it being geotagged and ads are going to be coming at you because of, you know, you uploaded a picture of, you know, your kids doing a thing and while you were playing soccer, so now you're going to get ads for Gatorade targeted at you. Right. It's just about you and your stories and having fun and enjoying life and figuring out who you are and whether you like stickles or what tape runner you want to buy or, you know, it's about the thing. It's not about what can we sell you. It's such an interesting way of your word project to manifest. It's so interesting. You've been honing this for so long, and now it's like you're ready to project it via the website. I'm really excited. So I'm so nervous. I was Why? doing my. I was doing because I. I it's it's scary. Like, yeah. I, I want. I want it to be projecting. good. I want it to be. You know. I want it to be perfect. I want to be able to do it. I want it to be done right. I want. I think I can do it. I don't see why I can't do it. Sure. It just feels like a big task right now. Yeah, and and I don't know if there will be things... You know, there are always things that get in the way. I don't know what they are, and those are the things that make me nervous. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, because I can't clearly see everything that's in the future. Right. I don't know. That's okay. You're it never is. Gonna, uncertainty is a part of everything. But I think you're on the right track. I think you have a good, like, handle on what you wanted to do. There's no mystery. You've been doing this for a lot of years. And now it's just like a change to the website that's going to make it better. And then you assess and you get information. And then if you need to change it again, it's possible. Like, it isn't the be-all, end-all. It's just yes. the next step. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fun. It's just. It's going to be awesome. The Awesome Ladies Project or Awesome Ladies Project? It'll still be The Awesome Ladies Project. Theawesomeladiesproject.com. And on September 1st, it'll be brand new that weekend. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Look forward to hearing about it. What are you currently feeling? I'm feeling great. Well, my head hurts, but like that that doesn't count, really. Unless it's making me feel like when my head makes the rest of me feel awful, that's when it matters. I hear you. But sometimes it just, like, is a headache and it just is concentrated in my head and that's, like, what's happening now. But I'm feeling great. Nice. We had a great day yesterday. Like, literally a perfect day. Yeah. We went to uh, the farmer's market in Grand Rapids and we got there literally five minutes before they closed. And I got to this garlic vendor and I bought three new varieties of garlic to plant this year. Um, and then he talked to me for five minutes, which felt like a half an hour because I was not ready to people. 
<laughs> um, and then we went to this insanely huge fabric store. Jeff compared it to the paper store that we went to in Manhattan. Paper presentation? Yes. Um, oh my God. It was insane. And then they had a whole nother building. So uh, Becky, who's here with me this week, makes all, uh, she makes all these dresses. They're amazing. She's going to teach me how to make a dress uh, this weekend. She picked out a bunch of amazing fabrics and I picked out a fabric for this dress. And then the people at the fabric store were very talkative also. And I was still not ready to people. Um, and then we went to the beach and oh my God, it was amazing. It made me feel so good. How did you not get burnt? You put a lot of stuff on? Yeah, I put sunscreen on, but also I spent 45 minutes just in the water. Mm. So I wasn't like, I didn't, I was never like laying on the sand at all. Um, Yeah, I put sunscreen on and then I just went in the water and we were at the beach for like an hour. And like, since we got there at five o'clock, we literally got the first parking spot. Nice. I mean, it couldn't have been more perfect. And then we went to the tapas restaurant. At first I thought you said topless, but it was tapas. Tapas restaurant. (laughs) This tapas restaurant is... Hmm. We could just have honestly, we could have an episode on the <laughs> the food that I had at the tapas restaurant. Uh, but we had these croquetas, potato, potato plus um cheese plus smoked ham, and then they had this garlic aioli and then uh a smoked pepper honey they were so good that like when it came time to decide if anyone wanted dessert i said i wanted croquetas again (laughs) you got a second helping oh yeah they were so good (laughs) good for you girl that's instead of dessert because i've been cutting like way back on sugar because that's the one thing that has really been bothering my headaches i was like "Mm, how about croquettes instead yum how about more croquettes (laughs) they were so like they were literally so good we got tuna we got pepper steak we got shrimp we got bread i mean bread how could you go wrong with bread um it was just, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. The Tapas restaurant was so good. There are so few good restaurants in, you know, Michigan. And I'm, that's, that's not true, I'm sure. But. That you've tried and know of. Well, that I'm like really biased. Hmm. And. I can also make very good food. But I'm also not like willing to go out and spend $400 right. on a meal. Right. That being said, there are really not that many great restaurants in Michigan. I mean, compared to like New York City or like... Exactly. You know. That's exactly what I'm comparing right. it to. Compared to, you know, the New York metropolitan area, there are not that many great restaurants in Michigan. That makes sense. Um, 
But this one is so good. And the Mr. Service Anders, if you got any hidden gems, let yeah, Kristen know. <laughs> seriously, you know, shoot me an email. Tell yeah. me where to go. Yeah. I am always in search of a good restaurant. And so I, that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling wonderful. How geez. are you feeling? I'm feeling, there was a few little adjectives I got. So I feel like if you asked me this next week, it would be a different answer because closer to school, I know the anxiety level is going to go up and I have a lot of work to do. I'm going to feel busy. But as of right now, coming off of the Miami trip, I feel extremely rested. It was the most perfect vacation. Like, it was great. I could also do a podcast episode on the food we ate, like stone crabs and like, Oh, just like steak, uh, tomahawk, ribeye, like we, it was vacation. And then grandma's and greeny white clam, homemade baked clams, grandma's Italian like sausages and ribs and meatball. Like, you know, it was, it was an epic foodie vacay, but just very rested. Just like the perfect amount of time with like the perfect company. And we didn't go crazy. No late nights. It was all like a food driven bingo. Like, you know, it's great. So rested and grateful. You know, I've been on vacations in the past when the person I was with, it was just so much drama involved. Mm-hmm. And it was such, even with the drama of like the canceled flight, like we were so in sync and we were such a partnership and it just felt so like we just loved on each other and just, you know, took advantage of everything we could have. And it was just, I was so grateful for him to be there and just like having him. So, you know, as like a good partner and, I've been seeing a lot of my sister lately and her new boyfriend. I just feel like grateful for kind of where we're all at. So rested, grateful. But the most important thing I'm feeling, and I think it ties into what you said and it's worth mentioning, is I've been feeling really skillful. And what I mean by that is like the same way you said you feel great and you have headaches, but you still want to say you felt great. I think that's like... I think that's part therapy, part understanding your headaches. Like it's a skillful response, I think, Mm -hmm. on your behalf. And, you know, I could say I had the perfect vacation. I had a great vacation. But the presence of anxiety was still there. Like, Like I was anxious and I talked to my therapist leading up to the vacation about the vacation. Like I was very anxious for us to have this new first vacation together. Like what's it going to be? Are we going to look at each other in a room and realize we don't mesh? It was the complete opposite of that. But all the anxiety leading up to it didn't matter. It was still like very much there. And then there was a point. It was the last day with my grandma. It was about four days into the vacay, the day before the flight. And it got canceled. And we had an extra day in AC, but I didn't know that. We were to, I was together with my boyfriend that I'm obsessed with and my grandma, who's like my favorite person in the world, and we're playing bingo, and we've had this great time here so far, and I literally was at the bingo table, and I took a breath in, and I went, I love this so much, and the second that landed on me, I had this ambiguous feeling of dread. Like, I, that's, that's all I get. It wasn't attached to anything. It was just an ambiguous feeling of dread. And that's how the anxiety manifests a lot of the time. Like, I just feel like I'm going down the roller coaster hill and this <gasps> feeling with nothing attached to it. I'm just, like, freaking out inside my body for some reason. Yeah, and things are too good and they're going to get bad. Yeah. I mean, that's the thought usually attached to it, but the way that the happiness landed on me created the panic, like, in mm-hmm. the moment. And in the past... 
I would panic about the panic and then try, like do weird physical manifestations to try to distract myself from it. And the thought that was attached to that was, oh, I'm on vacation and this can't happen. And like I would panic. The anxiety would happen because of the anxiety. But because of the therapy and the ERP, I settled into it. I And like the way they talk about it in... in therapy is the gatekeeper version of myself. The one that's conscious of it happening is looking at it going, uh-huh, I see you. Thank you for the warning. All right, yeah, let's do it. So the gatekeeper in me is so skillful that like I let it right out. I was looking at my grandma, looking at my boyfriend. They didn't know anything was wrong. I'm dabbing the numbers, focusing on the, like while the panic is happening, 10 minutes later it was gone and that was it. And like it could have ruined the vacation. It could, you know, I could have said, oh, I didn't have a great vacation because I was so anxious in that moment, but I had a great fucking vacation and the anxiety was there and I'm skillful. So that's, I feel like that was a key thing that I've been feeling, especially this summer. I was very nervous about the summer too, being that I was going to be so idle, like not idle, but like have the open space when I'm teaching and I'm busy constantly. There's really no space for the anxiety to come in like that. But when you're sitting still, it usually enters. So I've been pretty skillful this summer. I have, it's been not void of anxiety, just I've been getting through it quicker. Yes, that is, that makes so much sense. I felt something very similar after Awesome Ladies Live. Hmm. Awesome Ladies Live was so awesome. And the same thing last year too. That okay, everything is going so great, everything is so wonderful, and then this existential dread comes in. And last year, I didn't do so well with it. This year, I love how you have this name for it, the gatekeeper version of yourself. And it was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is here, but I am a person who figures these things out. So if something bad happens, I'll handle it. I don't need to be on constant alert right now. There is no immediate looming threat. So I don't need to, you know, be... How do I want to put it? Uh, You know, like thorns out. Like if, you know, we were a defensive animal, have our defensive mechanisms out. Like I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, like if we had goosebumps all the time, like that's how, you know, my anxiety physically manifests immediately is like I get goosebumps all over my skin and I I like think about it like a you know like porcupine type thing is like quills out um like that that very specific thing happened to me right after awesome ladies live of like oh okay well something bad is going to happen now I'm going to fail somehow now But then I thought, well, you know what? I'm a person who figures things out. And if something bad happens, like, you know, my website being attacked, but um, I'll just figure it out. Right. And I don't need to worry about it. I don't need to give in to my anxiety. Yeah. My therapist gave me an analogy that helped me on vacation with it. And it's been helping where he said he went to the the OCD conference and someone said it there. So like it was from the mouth of the experts, but he said, you have to think of yourself. Like when you think of a chess game, 
you try to strategize how you're going to win and what, how you're going to move the pieces. And when you get anxious, you feel like you're in trouble. And then what pieces can I move? And you, you know, you want to do something. You want to strategize or you even want to problem solve. He said, a lot of the times, think of yourself as the board. You don't need to strategize. You don't need to just be the board. Just be the space where all that is happening and you're just allowing it to be there. Like that helped me a little bit because I would like even to do the therapy, even to be like, how can I attack this with therapy? Or like you're saying like the thorns out, like how can I jump on this because I'm so skillful now. Like to me, the skillfulness comes in being the board and just being the space for it. I think that's so true because you still have to be, you know, all of those pieces still have to move. You still have to get up. You still have to brush your teeth. You still have to, you know, eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You still have to do your work. All of those pieces still have to move. And if you are busy strategizing about what pieces have to move and when, you don't have time to move all of the pieces. Yeah. And so if you just, like, exist, then you are eating right, sleeping right. If you just yeah. continue to do the then, things your gatekeeper agenda has for you to do. Right. And that's why for me having a to-do list, keeping a, a keeping my routine on an app where I can check things off is really helpful for me because when I get into those like oh no, what am I supposed to be doing? Panicky moments. Mm -hmm. I can just go to my phone or go to my computer and be like, what can I do to get me back into the routine? Sometimes it's feed feed the plants. Sometimes it's take care of the worms in the garden. Sometimes it's do the dishes. Sometimes it's, is it laundry day? Sometimes it's, you know, check on the emails. Because I've created a little bit of a system of just being, this is how I am. When I kind of short circuit a little bit, I can just like rewire myself back into the circuit. Mm -hmm. So that's how we're feeling. Yeah. We're feeling like circuits and chess boards. (laughs) But I like it. It's well, it's accurate. Yeah. Growth, man. Season of growth. We feel like things. Yeah. Season of growth. Feelings are hard. Yeah. And complicated. What are you planning? So as of like just this week, I'm planning to dive headfirst into the passion planner. Cool. Have you heard of the passion planner? I got all of a sudden super inspired by it. And I said, you know what? Maybe this will answer some of my memory. Like there's a spot on the bottom right corner of every spread that just says infinite possibilities. I'm like, maybe I can memory keep every week in that little spot, kind of like a morning pages, traveler's notebook type of thing. So yeah, I'm thinking it looks of really that. Cool. Yeah, I love the hourly layout. Like I've just been seeing, so you can get it in three different sizes. Of course, I got the biggest one, but I'm like, how do I move away from the happy planner? So I got one off Amazon to try for like the next few, the last few months of 2019. And then if I like it, then I'll probably purchase one for 2020. And yeah, so that's what I'm planning to do. I don't know how it's going to manifest yet, but I think it's going to be the right little switch up, you know, change of like 
venue for my crafting. So we'll see. Awesome. Yeah. What are you planning? New website. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, like, the biggest thing that I'm planning is my Book of Me class, which is something that I'm super trying to figure out. Like... I is it going to launch alongside the new website or is it yes. launching later? Okay. So it's so a workshop come they out, take. Yeah. They're both going to come out September 1st. And nice. yeah, I can talk about it because you guys can hear a total behind the scenes thing. I, I have all of the content for what I want. Yeah. I taught the class in 2018 and the idea behind the class is to create an album, you know, it's create an all about me album, but not in the, in a way that feels uniquely you in the way, you know, in the awesome ladies live way. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out the best way to do it. I want it to be both dynamic I want women to be able to sign up for the website and then come and do the book of me class but I also want to have content available on an ongoing basis so mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to do it so that when you sign up for the website and you sign up for the new subscription you could dive into book of me no matter where we are. So I think that I'm going to do it in a way that the first module is like a welcome to book of me. This is how you get started. And then every month there's new content, mm -hmm. but the content doesn't necessarily build on the previous month's content. It's just kind of, um, how like do I say? Extra exploratory thing. Yeah, there'll be, um, like, separate modules. Like, there'll be one on color. There'll mm -hmm. be one on journaling. There'll be one on... Texture. I liked when you did that in Awesome Ladies Life. I really love playing with texture. Isn't <laughs> that was texture a, I like, really fun? Yeah. I like that you had us focus on it. I really love... I, I think that's one of the things that um, we don't do enough of as memory keepers. We don't remind ourselves that we're playing with tactile things. Yeah, because if it's all for the gram, no one's touching it, but you're right. touching it. Yeah, and when yeah. we put stuff behind page protectors, we mm. we forget that they're... So much fun. <laughs> like they're they're like they're things that we can put in our hands yeah you're right yeah i want to do like a, a lesson uh, a module on routine a module on thing you know so that you can jump in and say okay this is book of me i want to do this first module to tell you know to tell you about book of me to tell you about what the project is how you can get started and you know then you can jump into oh i'm really interested in color you know even though color we're going to do color in you know i don't know what month and so you can have you can if you start in March, you can have start, you know, do whatever lesson you want first. You don't have to necessarily do September's lesson, then oh, October's lesson, then November's, then right. you can jump in wherever you want. I think that's how I'm going to do it. But that's what I'm planning. 
Nice. It's a, it's a lot of planning. <laughs> but like, it is a tweak on your 100 days all about me. Like it is, you've been doing it. It's yeah, just like there's tweaking it to be the right. There's lots, thing. lots and lots of things that I have been tweaking, and and the hundred questions is still available. You can sign up for the email list, and you will get all of those questions. So if you want that, if that's how you want to do your book of me, you can totally do that too. Um, you can do your book of me with just Thursday threes and currently lists. There are so, so many ways to do that. So, so I'm fun. like super excited for this awesome way to make your own all about me scrapbook so that's going to launch alongside the new website so i'm really excited about that and i'm planning on figuring out how exactly is going to be the best way to make that class amazing amazing (sighs) what are you currently loving i am currently loving summer and Mm. produce i'm Mm. currently loving literally summer produce I have so much food in my refrigerator. It is not even funny. It's like disturbing how much food I have in my refrigerator. Your Are You Kristen at Home account is like giving me life. <laughs> um, Between like how you did your garden this year and all the cute pictures and then what you're getting from the Like I'm like blown away. We made eggplant parm. From the eggplant we got from the garden. Oh, my God. Amanda, it's so good. That's my favorite. I like it better than chicken parm, meatball parm, any other parm. It's so good. We have leftovers. I'm going to make them for lunch when we go off the show. It's so good. I Eggplant, peppers, tomatoes. I mean, late summer produce for, you know, the six seasons. Late summer is my favorite produce. Nice. We have so many different varieties. Like, I am so obsessed with the different varieties of tomatoes and peppers. It, this is the thing that makes me so excited to grow vegetables. Is you can grow so many different kinds of things. Like, yeah, you can grow tomatoes and you get the big round red tomatoes. Sure, that's cool. But the different kinds of tomatoes, it is so cool to watch the same thing, but like so many different things. Like I have different vining tomatoes, and then there's some tomatoes that grow tomatoes and then grow more leaves that grow more tomatoes. There are purple tomatoes. There are yellow tomatoes. There are orange tomatoes. There are pink tomatoes. There are, of course, red tomatoes. I love that. I love, (laughs) I mean, these peppers. I literally bought, I opened up the catalog and saw, oh my God, these, this picture of these peppers are beautiful. They're so much more beautiful in real life. They go from purple to this weird, muddy yellow purple to yellow to traffic cone orange to like bright red. I didn't even know, like nature. Oh my God. Like, actual, like, the actual color palette from nature. I feel like I'm on, like, literal Pinterest. Nice. I know. <sighs> what are you loving? I'm loving summer off. This summer has been wonderful. I'm loving... I've been living in this apartment four years this month. So, 
August 2015 I moved in. And so I'm just loving this apartment. Like, not much as I didn't update much from four years ago, but I'm just loving like my neighborhood and my sister's my neighbor now and this apartment. And the other day I like, you know, I've lived here four years, but I never went into like the local boutiques. And I went in yesterday because when I dropped something off to the laundromat, I was like, oh, stop it. Because I have summer off. It's like amazing. And I found this anklet, this like $20 gold anklet. And I'm loving that. Like it's a cute, like I just keep looking at it. It's so cute. Like there's just like summer and all the little tiny little sparks of things that I could never do if I didn't have off like and just the little noticings and the space and time to notice them I'm just really living life like being in the present moment this summer and I couldn't say that in the past few summers whether I was working for the happy planner and that was still a job or like last year I was waitressing god kill me now but this summer I just feel like it really is like summer yeah in a while so I'm loving that. And, uh, yeah. Amazing. So good. Guys, Let's... if you want a currently list, you can get it at the awesome ladies Um, and we are going to head over to after chatter. Maybe we can give each other, what are you currently blanking? And we'll each pick something for each other. Like an extra. Ooh, I love that. That's going to be amazing. I'm really okay. excited. Let's do that. Right. Um, you can find that at patreon.com slash crafty ass female where you can support the show for just $5 a month and get access to over a hundred different videos and audio files from interviews to book club episodes. We are going to do Austin Cleon's third book. Um, keep going. Keep going. We're going to do Austin Cleon's third book. Keep going. And, We'll have more info on the start date for that on the Patreon next week. And if you want to hear our Crafty Ass Female After Chatter show and our blank currently is, <laughs> I'm super excited. That's adorable. I'm really, that's pumped. I'm pumped for that. Um, head over to patreon.com slash Crafty Female. And we will catch you next week. Lots and lots and lots of love. I hope you guys are having an amazing summer or an amazing end of your winter if you are down under to our wonderful Aussie friends. We love you and we love you very much. Have a great week, guys. Bye.